This is a podcast from Minute Media. Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, kitties. This is yours, Julie John Kassir, the voice of the Crypt Keeper, and you're listening to Slasher Radio. Welcome to Slasher Radio. My name is Bones, and I'm joined by Kat and Rob. Hey there. Woo! We are busy this week. Uh, we're just coming off of the Slashies last week, uh, part one. Tonight is part two. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just got done recording two shows for the Patreon. That's right, an episode of Killer Beats, a very special episode of Killer Beats. And our first ever episode of the exciting game show, <laughs> Oh Canada or No Canada. Stop saying it like that. <laughs> Please, stop. That's the name of the show, Mikey. Sign up for the Patreon, guys. We're, we have a fun time over there. <laughs> Look, okay. <laughs> this should be a horror court. I, I, we're all in this together. And this is not the first time I've had to be blindsided by something. I had no <laughs> clue what we were recording. I knew it was going to be Canada related. Everybody's mm-hmm. been following my uh, prologued episode with that. And, and, and this is what I get. A, a, a surprise game show on things that I should, may or may not love, being exploded in my face as Canada. Called Oh Canada or No Canada. And I'm going to keep it a little uh, vague so that there are no spoilers, but one of my favorite um, things was on there. I found out one of my favorite things was Canadian also, yep. but the trick is to just not hate Canada. Yeah, you <laughs> didn't really break down in tears about it, really. No. Yeah. I was, <sighs> you know, and like I said, a friend of mine was talking to me about it and who listens to the show. Shout out to uh, Medusa. Uh, and he was like, dude, you're like you could feel your pain with some of the shit i'm like I, dude it's not rehearsed it's not a shtick it genuinely hurts me and rob does it on purpose i wouldn't say i do it on purpose i mean these things just come up you just love everything canadian and you have no problem bringing it up on a public forum it's public knowledge i mean you know not to me <laughs> and you know this god so anyway, yeah, check it out. It's a, a, a what is what the fuck is it? Patreon.com slash slasher radio. And uh, just a few bucks. You can hear all that exciting content and uh, listen to Mikey squirm and suffer. Yeah, that's because that's what it was. Um, mm-hmm. Tears starting as low as $3 a month. Um, Lord Humphrey um, shithouse network. Audio entertainment network. Oh, okay, right. That's what it is. Um, that, that's uh, starting at Robert. The, no, uh, the fucking tier two and up. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Go uh go sign up for that. You can hear Oh Canada or No Canada. Stop saying it like that. I don't like <laughs> it. It's, it's the name of the show. <laughs> I don't like it. 
Um, all right, we we do have the uh, the second half of the slashes coming up, but we can announce that next week we have a very special episode to kind of wrap up our January sort of. It see now this is where we run into fucking pickles because next week is supposed to be the Patreon pick, which is going to have to be pushed back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, the um the solution to this particular pickle, fuck the Patreon. That's what I say. <laughs> wow, uh, no. Don't oh. fuck the <laughs> no, no. Uh, so we're gonna have to push that back a week because we are having James Vanderbilt and Guy Busick on the show to talk about Scream Five. They are the writers for Scream, the uh, 2022 yeah. Scream movie. Yep, the writers, which means we can finally get to the bottom of why it's not called Five Cream. <laughs> I'm so excited. I swear to God, if you asked him that. This might be our last week with Rob, because I think if he calls it, I think if he asks about five cream to the writers of Scream, Mikey's just going to kick him off. <laughs> I'm going to lose it because I've had enough as it is lately. It's just going to be a death match. Well, I'll tell you right now, if I go, the Lord Humphrey Audio Entertainment Network goes with me. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Mikey's like, don't tempt me. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. There are several shows on there purposely to piss me off, so... I wouldn't be too, too upset to see that go. Um, but that's awesome, right? Oh, yeah. yeah Looking great. forward to that. We've praised Scream 5, and um, I still... Kat, you took the boyfriend to see it, right? I did take the boyfriend to see it. What happened? Uh, he really liked it. Okay. It was a very victorious moment. Uh, it might be... He didn't confirm this. I didn't think to ask him in this exact way, but I think it might be the best movie we've gone to see together i i think he probably okay. feels the same wait, i don't wait, want wait. to put words in his mouth but also we went to see old i together. was gonna ask you guys so... saw old together i mean <laughs> uh we saw the black christmas remake together i think this is probably oh actually wait hold on wait it's the let me rephrase this I, it's the best new movie that we've gone to see in theater because we have also we did see scream last year we saw the Fair. 25 anniversary show of and I know he likes that better because when we were talking about his rankings, it obviously was at the top. Right. So. Okay. And and are you, do you feel any more comfortable with throwing a Portnoy out there having seen it again? Um, so I, I'm thinking right around maybe like an 8.9. Damn. Damn. I, I liked it a lot. Okay. I think it holds up. I, I do still have some complaints with it. Uh, which which we talked about a little bit. Um, I have some spoiler complaints, so I'm going to keep them vague. But I, uh, yeah, they didn't bother me as much the second time for the most part. So I think huh. it actually, uh, not only does it hold up, I think it gets a little bit better on repeated viewings. Yeah, I was going to go see it a second time, but I didn't. Why not? Well, I had this internal struggle. I was like, all right, I can go see Scream again, or I can go see licorice pizza which i really want to see or i could go home and sit on my couch and, and my couch one <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you cut out a little bit there for a second uh and when you came back uh it was just like the very quick your voice was sped up a little bit and it was just like i'm a couch one <laughs> yeah my couch one yeah <laughs> it was fun yeah it was funny um all right fair enough uh okay cool uh yeah i'm probably in your neighborhood cat yeah. I uh I give it a 7.8. It's stupid. <laughs> that 7.8's a good score. Yeah, that's not a bad score. That's a good score for Scream 3. No. 
who, by the way, uh, Greg on Twitter says mm-hmm. it's the best screen movie. All right, well, you know the rule. So does fucking John Squires. No, he didn't say Scream 3 was the best, but I'm still mad about that. There's whole... a ridiculous <laughs> online push. I'm telling you, people want to make Scream 3 good. Like they want to, you know. You can't they just do... retroactively make a film good. They want to try to make it like Halloween 3, where people are, you know, finally came around and realized that Halloween 3 is underappreciated for its genius. That's the same bullshit push. <laughs> no, it's it didn't not. work then. It's... it's not where, I mean, no. No, there is genius in Halloween 3. Um, it just was underappreciated at the time. But it's not, you know what? That is not the case with Scream 3, and it's not the case with Book of Shadows. Stop trying. <laughs> it definitely was not the case with Book of Shadows. Come on now, what are we doing? <laughs> Throw Book of Shadows. Book of Shadows does not prove any point for you. We know it was bad. <laughs> trying to use and that. And so is Scream run. 3. I will say I was fascinated, though, the best part of watching Book of Shadows again was reading all of the articles about why it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. And it's just like, what movie are you guys watching? Like, It does seem like some like they just pull random shit and just go, let's defend it. It's like, no, fuck you. <laughs> well, it's, it's the same thing with Nightmare 2. Yeah, well, yeah, they try. They try. Yeah. People try to say Nightmare 2 is good. And here's the thing about Nightmare 2. I understand there are people who sort of rally behind it because it's like it's LGBTQ thing. Right. Um, and, and I get that, but it's still not a good movie. Right. I mean, it's just not. <laughs> right. Sorry. A fucking bird explodes in the middle of the living room for no goddamn reason. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> and no one blames. Then he's like, did you put a cherry bomb on yeah. the bird? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What the fuck? That's what no one noticed smoke coming from the bird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of prank is that anyway? Mm. I mean, what, you, what kind of sick fuckers like you know, it'd be a funny prank we had this family parakeet i'm gonna shove a cherry bomb up ass. <laughs> i also thought the daughter was responsible because she did not have any reaction to her bird being blown yeah. up like if anyone's putting cherry bombs in anything <laughs> a little psychopath girl in the corner Fucking weird movie man <laughs> not good yeah no Scream well, three not as bad as people make it out it terrible Anyway, uh, we're going to have to do Scream 3 now at some point. we already Didn't done we? it. Didn't we yeah. do it? Oh, we, uh, we, we didn't do it like as an episode, along. but we did the watch along. Yeah. Yeah. Which, oh, you know, yeah. we haven't done a watch along in forever. <laughs> well, no, well, kind of. We did the informal well, we did a one watch where party. we just crashed. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Hung out with Jinxie. Yeah. And, uh, well, damn it. What was Nate's uh, name? Precocious Leprechaun or something? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was it? Uh, something Iguana. Uh, was no, it dynamic dynamic wombat that's dynamic really, wombat yeah, yeah. <laughs> how the fuck you remember that i don't know it was cool. that's <laughs> why you don't know whether shit's canadian you've heard that shit's canadian but you you push that out of your brain for dynamic wombat <laughs> it's a good trade for him <laughs> canada's never come up with anything as cool as dynamic wombat it's not my fault Um, I have a quick segment okay. that I would like to do. Uh, Please tell it just, me it's not a game show. It's a game show. It's called Oh Canada or No Canada. <laughs> no, um, I just want to do a quick little update on in between the slashies, because we had some last week that I have new news about. Um, and also, I'm going to put... Um, I'm going to toss Thale into this segment. 
because I want to talk about it also, and it doesn't quite fit in anything else. Uh, Greg recommended a Norwegian horror movie to me uh, that he and Mikey ended up fighting about because it has subtitles. No, oh, Jesus. Did you watch it without subtitles, Mikey? I didn't watch it at all. I didn't no. watch it at all. Uh, no. I do want to say, because it was on Tubi, so mm-hmm. it came on without subtitles. It took me half a sentence before I had the closed <laughs> captioning on. <laughs> But a uh, really weird movie. Thanks, Greg. <laughs> yeah, he um he was on he was a guest on a recent episode of This Horror Life on underrated horror movies, and that was one of his. He brought that up. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I, I just watched it uh, for the first time. I don't know if I liked it or not, but I have been thinking about it a lot. So mm. uh, that's fun. And then I just have a couple other. I, I have just a couple updates uh, regarding last week's slashies uh the first and most important is that i watched woodlands dark and days bewitched mm-hmm. uh which won the spirit of cavalier slashy yes uh for being an incredibly nerdy horror movie and with a <laughs> runtime of three hours and 13 minutes oh. which i did not know when i sat down to watch it yes that's <laughs> why i won i couldn't think of anything nerdier than a th- <laughs> than a three plus hour documentary about folk horror i didn't realize the plot i like you mentioned that but it didn't yeah. quite register and also i didn't realize the plus was almost like another quarter of an hour but <laughs> uh no it was really good i enjoyed it uh they went pretty <laughs> she likes it i do <laughs> it was good uh yeah. they went a little bit heavy on clips which i mm-hmm. think is i think that contributed quite a bit to the runtime probably about an hour of it was just clips of other films right. um but it was very informative. I got a lot of good recommendations, and they did kind of cover the entire history of folklore, uh, folk horror, which was cool. Uh, so there were some modern recommendations. Obviously, they talked about like the witch and Midsommar and uh, Wicker Man. They talked about Wicker Man. They talked about Wicker Man. Uh, my biggest uh, critique of the movie is that they didn't even mention the wicker man remake well that's probably <laughs> um, a good thing <laughs> but they also had older stuff they had like Witchfinder general and witch hammer and i i got a lot of good recommendations also mm. for some more obscure stuff very interesting watch if you have uh three hours to sit down and watch a documentary uh i would recommend it the other update that i have uh just really quick about the slashies uh from last week is that our winner uh for Indie publication, uh, Things Have Gotten Worse Since We Last Spoke, has since been nominated for a Bram Stoker Award. Uh, oh. It is on the preliminary list. So people uh, agree with us. Yeah. I mean, it would be nice. Um, I mean, it's nice that it was nominated for a less prestigious award than the one that already <laughs> won. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it's an accident they were nominated and won a slashy and then go yeah. on, you know. Yeah. It won a, it won a Robbie Award already. I, I would like the bloody disgusting coverage of the Bram Stoker okay, Wars okay. copying our nominee list. Yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> John Squires. Go watch some fucking screen movies and listen to our show. Mm. I yelled at John Squires. Do you think okay. we're going to get credited when they cover our interview? No. They're going to ignore it. Enti- I guarantee. <laughs> and watch, this is the one they fucking listen to. But I, <laughs> I guarantee. They're not going to post any about, anything about it. You know, I dare, I dare, double dog dare John Squires to listen to O Canada or No Canada <laughs> and, and not write coverage of that. He can skip, if, if, if they ever, I would press charges 
if they posted about that goddamn show. <laughs> like, everything else we've done, nothing but my pain and torture. Let's write about it. Hell no. Yeah. It'd be a big deal. I've been trying to figure out how to get on the writing staff for Bloody Disgusting just so I can start anonymously posting stuff about Slasher Radio to irritate Mikey. <laughs> they used to do it all the time. Like, I, I <laughs> argued with them to take stuff down before. And now it's like we don't even exist. I don't understand. It's because you kept arguing with them. Yeah. Sounds like you're difficult to work with, Mikey. <laughs> yeah, look who's talking. <laughs> I hate this. I said that one time. Oh, oh my God. Um, all right. So this week for the slashies, we're going through movies and games. I'm excited. Um, games right up my alley. Um, I guess we can get right into that, right? Yeah. I guess so. We don't have any news. Eh, I mean, this this kind of ran long last week. All right. So I figured we didn't. And plus, not really. To be honest. Okay. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> All right, we'll start with gaming. First section is best game developer of 2021. All right. Yeah, th this is going to be interesting um, because there's uh, a lot of kind of with, with everything we've done, man, like there's just that it's competitive out there. Yeah. So um, let's see what's going on here with this one. Turtle Rock Studios, first nominee, their uh, feature game, Back for Blood, super massive games. Uh, they're known for House of Ashes, Little Nightmares 2, uh, Behavior Interactive, Dead by Daylight, Capcom, Resident Evil, Tazier Studios, Little Nightmares 2, and Cold Iron Studios for Alien Fireteam Elite. All right. All right. Personally, I would like to have seen uh, Cold Iron Studios win because I've I've told everybody how much I enjoyed the Aliens game. That's their first game. Super impressive. Uh, on that note, I actually voted for Cold Iron Studios, nice. even though I didn't get to play much of the Alien game. Um, it, it didn't really necessarily look like it was for me. I watched a little bit of footage of it, but I was really impressed with that being kind of a breakout title for them. I think they've done like the most uh, impressive work this year. Absolutely. I voted in for... That regard. I voted for super massive games. Okay. Because I like their games. I just love the uh the way that they do their games. The sort of branching logic and everything of the games is so much fun. That was really close for me because that's yeah. my favorite studio out mm -hmm. of them, and I just kind of wanted to vote for them. But yeah. Cold Iron kind of impressed me this it, year. House of Ashes is a, a really cool game. I still I need to play House of Ashes. Yeah, it's it's really I've good. I'm looking forward to it. I, I've I haven't played either. And I yeah, I've seen gameplay of both, but um and yeah that was a close one uh turtle rock studios another one back for blood you know that was a big title um but yeah just you know th that alien game is like back for blood but better so in every okay. way uh so yeah so let's see the winner is super massive games yes all right by, I can't be hair. <laughs> by the smallest of hairs um, second up was Resident Evil Capcom. I would have been pissed. <laughs> I would have not been happy. Yeah. So um uh following that, uh uh Cat Hour pick Cold Iron Studios came in came in third in this one. Uh, uh Rob, there you go. Yeah, those games are so much fun. All of the the games that I've played from them, uh, uh Until Dawn and 
um, uh, Man of Medan and Little Hope and House of Ashes. All of them are uh, so much fun. And not only are they a good time to play, but then they're the replayability the replay is I mean, you can just you can replay it so many times because the outcome is almost always different. So, yeah, big, big fan of the supermassive games. And I'm glad they won. I'm also I even though they're not what I voted for, I'm also kind of glad they won because it's like they're a personal favorite, you know. I'm not mad about that. Uh, I'm yeah. not. It's not who I voted for, but I could see it. You know, I'm I'm not going to throw any shade on that at all. Yeah. Super massive games. Congratulations on your Robbie. It's not <laughs> a Robbie. We don't know yet. We do. <laughs> Halfway through the award show, it could still change. We're still workshopping the name. We don't know yet. I'm not working on Photoshop again. No. You're going to have to make my face gold. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Yeah. Oh, my God. Moving on. Moving on. We'd uh, sell a lot more merch if it was the Robbies. I'm just saying. Right. <laughs> the best hard DLC of 2021 is... Um, but we're giving out a slashy for next. <laughs> and uh, this DLC content, uh, first up, Dead by Daylight for Pinhead. Uh, Call of Duty Warzone for their Ghostface and Donnie Darko skins. I, I don't know. I still don't know where Donnie Darko came from. Uh, Dead by Daylight with Resident Evil's Nemesis. Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the Saw skin bundles. And Doom Eternal. For their ancient god DLC pack, guys, do you have any um, dog in this fight? I know these are multiplayers. You, yeah, I haven't played uh, any of this stuff, but I did vote for Dead by Daylight Pinhead because I uh, watched people play against it, and it was hilarious. I did get the most personal joy out of hearing people complain about Dead by Daylight Pinhead. Yeah, uh, I voted for Doom Eternal. Thank you, Cat. Which is yeah. the one that I am most familiar with. <clears throat> Yeah, I there's no way I'd vote for Pin. <laughs> they dropped the ball so hard. Don't even get me started. Dude, that was that. so funny watching people play against that because he just so would funny. fuck them up immediately. <laughs> Do you blame him? I mean, yeah. No, it was hilarious though, because people were getting mad. People yeah, were so mad. mad. <laughs> I've gotten mad. Don't even get that's a conversation for another day. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I wouldn't like that. I don't like to see you mad, man. Oh, dude. <laughs> You're going to make a fight break out at the Slashy. Is that what you want? <laughs> All right. We're going to move on to the results. Let's see who won this one. I really hope it's not. This is the only one I, I'm I'm just going to vote against. Flat out. I don't want it to be. Uh, so let's see. The winner is Dead by Daylight's Pinhead. Oh, wow. wow. By a People large margin. People love the Pinhead. I hate every single one of you that voted for this. Oh, sorry, I voted for it. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> proves to be true. Uh, <laughs> second place in this one is uh, the runner-up was Doom Eternal. I'm sure Chris is very happy about that. So, damn man, battle with people. Rob, you happy? I am happy. I'm glad it won because it it gave me a lot of entertainment watching people get pissed off. I that was kind of fun. That was mm -hmm. as much as I've ever enjoyed Dead by Daylight is just watching people rage about the pinhead. <laughs> like the gameplay of it is laughable. Like who the fuck would think to do that to people? Yeah. And I love people would find the box and then they're like, I don't know, do I open it? What do I do with the thing? Yeah, they stand <laughs> and there. And he knows James would just grab them. Yeah, <laughs> it's, so it's the biggest load of shit, man. It's crazy. Um. 
All right, next up is the best indie horror game of 2021. All right. So this is going to be an interesting one, too, because this was a lot of good games came out this year. Yeah. First up, Little Nightmares 2. Second up, Lamentium. Is that is that how you say it? I've never heard of that game? Lamentum. Okay, Lamentum. Inscription. Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach. Next up is Bloodwash. And the last is Mundane. Do you guys have any dog in this race? Uh I feel very strongly. I would like Inscription to win. Inscription was infuriating while I was playing it. Uh, I got so mad about it, but it was a ton of fun. It was very well done. More than anything, I don't want Security Breach to win. I feel bad, like, voting just, like, outright against a game, but if Security Breach wins, I'm going to be pissed. So, (laughs) that's where I'm at. I have never heard of any of these games. So, no, I I don't think I voted in this category. Little Nightmares 2? No. No, I have no idea what that is. All right. I, I really don't have a dog in this one. I haven't played any of these. Um, I, I believe I voted for Inscription only because I, you know, it, it looked really cool. It was either that or Little Nightmares, too. Uh, but the winner for the Slashy for Best Indie Hard Game. And the Robbie goes to Five Nights at Freddy's. God cat. damn it. You guys. <laughs> People love the Five Nights at Freddy's, though. They do. What? But they haven't been good for so long. And I understand they're entertaining to watch footage of, like if you're not playing these games, but it's man, it's frustrating. Yeah. All right. I mean, I I haven't like I said, Five Nights at Freddy's is the only thing on here I have heard of. So I can't complain. <laughs> and Bloodwash, man. Fair enough. Uh runner up <sighs> for this one was Little Nightmares 2. Uh, inscription not far behind so uh it it, it was closer than i uh, a little wider actually with the third one got squeaking in there like that but it makes sense five nights yeah. of Freddy's big title i was really hoping for just because the slashies we put the poll up while inscription was like at its height of popularity so i was kind of hoping <laughs> right but then i think uh security breach came out while we still had the poll up didn't it possibly i don't know i don't know um all right moving on to uh best horror game of 2021 uh first nominee is back for blood next is house of ashes alien fire team elite returnal resident evil village and little nightmares 2 any, I, I, my vote would be for Aliens Fire Team Elite. My vote went to um, House of Ashes. My vote also went to House of Ashes. Uh, it's the only one that I'm really looking forward to playing. I'm curious about Returnal, but I have a feeling it's going to make me mad. <laughs> so, okay, fair enough. I, I just hope, I hope, uh, see, I, I'm I'd like with Chucky, I, you know, we went through last week and Chucky cleaned up at the slashing. So, I'm kind of a little more not wanting just a big name to win, so I'm really only voting against Resident Evil. Yeah, I would be happy if Resident Evil doesn't win. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so the slashy 
goes to Resident Evil Village. God damn it. My bitch. You guys. The runner-up was House of Ashes. People love Resident Evil, though, and I'm not surprised. You know, my guess is a lot more people probably played Resident Evil than played some of those other games. And yeah. um, there was a lot of buzz about Village when it came out, too. So I, I'm not uh, I'm not totally surprised. I myself didn't play it. I'm not surprised. I'm just disappointed. Probably <laughs> never would. <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> yeah. What do we say every week, guys? Support indie horror. That is not yeah. Resident Evil. You guys have failed. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Not thrilled. But like Rob <laughs> said, though, like this was the most noise, positive noise I've heard about Resident Evil in you know a decent amount of time. Yeah. So. No, just not my style of game. Uh, I I feel that Resident Evil needs to move ahead with the times a little bit in certain areas, personally. But I mean, they're selling, so who are we to say? And now they've got a Robbie, and they can put that right on the box. (laughs) It's a slashy (laughs) Robbie Award winner, twenty twenty one, and move more copies. I still contractually (laughs) have to speak to him, don't I, Cat? Uh, for the end of the episode, at least. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hurry up and move towards that. <laughs> uh, the last gaming uh, award we have to give out is for the most anticipated game of 2022. First up, first nominee is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Evil Dead the Game. Alan Wake 2. The Outlast Trials, Dying Light 2, A Quiet Place. I, I mean, I and there's no secret I want Texas Chainsaw right. Yeah, I'm not surprised by that. I uh, voted for Evil Dead the game. Okay. I think that one has the most potential for me. I voted for A Quiet Place uh, just because I'm kind of excited to see. I, I feel like it might just be... Uh, the Last of Us, honestly. Yeah, uh, but I'm cautiously optimistic. I also, I've thought about voting for Evil Dead because I am kind of excited to see it. They've mentioned that there's going to be a campaign mode, which I feel, I'm I'm worried it'll be like an afterthought, which is why I ended up not voting for it. But I'm more excited about Evil Dead the game than I was. Yeah, the campaign mode is what sold me on Evil Dead the game. And I hope it's done well and it's not an afterthought, but we will see. Okay, the winner for the most anticipated game of this upcoming year in 2022 is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I'm so fucking happy about that. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Evil Dead the Game, runner-up, though. Did, this news did kind of recently come out also with Texas Chainsaw, so it's yeah. fresh. You know? Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, and it's gone. I mean, people love Friday the 13th. They did a great job with that game. Um, I would be I would be extremely excited if if Texas Chainsaw Massacre was going to have a single player move. But uh, without that, I'm just less interested. Hey, <laughs> so much fun. I don't I don't understand either one. Um, but yeah, no, Friday the 13th, phenomenal yeah. game. Still love it. Uh, still my favorite game. And, you know, I mean, these guys just know what they're doing. So uh, uh biases removed i i still i mean i could see it yeah it'll be a really good game i'm sure and who knows maybe i'll pick it up i got the playstation 5 now maybe i'll pick it up and kill people in in 4k 
Too bad you didn't do that with Xbox, but you know, okay, okay. Oh no, why would I do it? Why? Xbox Microsoft made a pretty big acquisition again. I know, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> Got your buddy's PlayStation by the balls right now, don't they? I don't care. I don't play those stupid games. I don't either. But... Hey. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Call of Duty? Come on. No, not interested. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, kind of. I I don't know. Oh, yeah, you had a war with Call of Duty, didn't you? I, I liked Call of Duty for a while. They know what they did. They they know what they did. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, very good game. All these games, honestly, like a, a Quiet Place, I am actually looking forward to. Uh, you know, all these games are great. So I I can't wait. It's bright year for hard gaming. Like, look at the the list that we have coming. And just the forget about indie stuff. That's going to be great, I'm sure. And yeah. you got these titles right. It's just awesome. Yeah, a lot of good games. Should be a good year. Okay. We'll see how many of them I play. You know, the problem is it's getting harder and harder for me to play, uh, to find games that I want to play because there's so many um, multi-person player, you know, online games. I'm not interested in that. And then a lot of games are first person now, and I'm out yeah. immediately when I see it's first person, I'm done. I'll give it this, Rob, because like I said, I've, I've started playing a little bit of, um, uh, Jesus, I forget the name of the game right now. I can't believe it. Anyway, Overwatch. Uh, and that's first person. And, you know, right away I have that reaction, but they're not as bad as they used to be. I just don't like them. I don't mm. like it. Fair enough. I can't see. I can't tell what the hell I'm looking at. I don't know what's going on. I get all turned around. Fair enough. Um, all right. So we're done with that. Gaming is done in the books. All right. And we just have movies coming up. Well, not just movies. Shit. We have some special slashy awards to give out. Are you guys ready oh, for yeah. this? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. All right, here we go. <laughs> the main reason people watch the slashies. Midnight, I said Billy the Ass Eater <laughs> was supposed to get you. What the fuck, man? Yeah, um, I gave him the night off, so it worked out. He's probably out eating ass somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, up first, the best slasher radio bit of 2021. <laughs> oh, my fucking lord. <laughs> And the slashy goes to your next, never winning the Patreon vote. Uh, I, you know, congratulations to the Patreons for really sticking with this bit and uh, and not screwing it up. Thanks? Question mark. <laughs> I'm glad the bit isn't ruined, but I do kind of just want to watch your next. <laughs> yeah, that has really been been the key to this. The Patreons have really pulled through, so congratulations uh, to them on that. Uh, the next award is uh, what we are calling the Emma Roberts Award. Oh, Lord. And this goes to the woman with the uh, hottest uh, crazy eyes. And, is this a lady uh, from were, I Know What You Did Last Summer? <laughs> there were a few contenders this year, but no one. No one was hotter with her crazy eyes than Madison Eisman, the star of I Know What You Did Last Summer. <laughs> yeah, um, I cannot, I, you know, I have, uh, my understanding is that show has been canceled. It will not be back for a second season. <laughs> Uh, I cannot wait to see what she comes up with next because um, and I hope she's crazy in it, whatever it is. You know, I will say uh, that if crazy eyes alone can get you to watch. I know what you did last summer. She deserved the award. Yeah. Well, I sent pictures of the eyes. I mean, you guys saw them, right? Did you? Yeah, I don't remember I, that in Twitter. I, I, yeah, I sent uh, I sent pictures of her. Ooh, okay. She's 
Yeah, she's working those eyes. And, and you know, young Madison, if I can give you any advice, never lose the crazy. All right. Okay. Uh, the next award. The show one day and she's going to have a restraining order against you. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very special award, guys. Um, and this was actually voted on by a secret panel of judges. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Um, so I, I didn't have any sway over this. This was a secret panel of judges. This is the award for best host on Slasher Radio. Oh, oh. fuck me. Wow. And the Slashy goes to. Uh-huh. Hey, it's me. What do you know? <laughs> Rob, it says it right here. I won. Uh-huh. Uh, I'd like to thank the secret panel of judges who voted for me. I appreciate that. And uh, you know what, Mikey, Cat, I'd like to thank you guys for all your support over the years as well. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. Who, who are these judges, Rob? It's a secret panel. If I told you, it wouldn't be secret, Mikey. But I don't think it should be secret, though. Oh, it's secret. It's secret. It has to be to protect the innocent. <laughs> you sure this wasn't just you coming no, up with it? No, no, that would be ridiculous. No, it was who, him in different hats coming up who, with this. Come who, on. Who would give themselves an award? Come on, that's crazy. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Right. I feel like Up Roger next. was on it. Up next, the same secret panel of judges oh, fuck. voted on this. And I didn't want to give out this award. I don't like the spirit of this award, but oh, they no. were insistent. <laughs> the next award is the worst host on Slasher Radio. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's see what the secret panel oh. of judges had to say. Who really needs to step up their game in 2022? And, oh my God. It's a slashy's first, guys. It's a tie. It's a tie between Cat and Mikey. Congratulations, guys. You've won slashies. Nice. Yeah. Do you have any words for the uh the do you want to make a speech? Uh yeah, I would like to thank the secret panel of judges uh for giving me this award. And then I would like to condemn the secret <laughs> panel of judges for not fully giving me this award. I'm gonna try harder to be worse next year. Fuck all of you. That's the spirit. That's the spirit. I like that. <laughs> We're gonna have a lot of Saw movies in 2022. Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> All right, and uh, up next is uh, a very, very special award. This is um, an award that I've named the Mikey Bones Memorial Award. <laughs> what the fuck could this be? Oh no! This uh, this award uh, goes to the foreign film that would be nearly impossible to understand <laughs> if you watched without <laughs> subtitles. And uh, there were a few foreign films that i saw this year but uh i dare say mikey even you would not understand titane if you watched it without subtitles <laughs> i myself barely understood titane with subtitles <laughs> it is a bonkers ass french film and it is now the winner of the mikey bones memorial award here at the <laughs> slashies wow. this isn't right what i did it only a couple times now all yeah. right I mean, it it does a kind of promote times though is yeah, the thing does kind of promote you in a negative light. Also, I believe by naming it the Mikey Bones Memorial Award, it, I've sort of implied that you're dead. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. What but uh, you know, it's already been named. What are you going to do? This is unbelievable, Billy. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> like I told Billy the ass eater to not let you up here because I knew this is what it would be, and here we are. And finally maybe the most prestigious of all of the slashy is the Lord Humphrey Lifetime Achievement Award. And this award, uh, I have uh, said it's akin to being inducted into the Slasher Radio Hall of Fame. 
I didn't know we and, had a Hall uh, of Fame. The uh, uh, the nominees were selected or nominated by the members of our Patreon, which you can be one slasher radio. No, God damn it, I do that every time. <laughs> Patreon.com slash slasher radio. Our best host, everybody. <laughs> where you can sign up there. Um, no, no, no. That's a secret panel of judges. That's it's different. <laughs> A uh, whole panel of them, though. There's uh, at least 13 of them. Uh, trust me. <laughs> at least 13. <laughs> yeah, at least 13. Um, they the fucking Oompa Loompas. So what, what we do is, with this, the uh, the Patreons nominate people, and then, because it's named the Lord Humphrey Lifetime Achievement Award, I then select the winner. Of course. You know, our uh, our Patreons went uh, went with an interesting route this year. <laughs> Uh, let's say with the nominees, I, I don't know uh, if I like it or not, but uh, it is what it is. Um, the winner of this year's Lord Humphrey Lifetime Achievement Award at the Slashies is none other than Al Bundy. Yes. Yes. Um, now you might think <laughs> to yourself, Al Bundy is uh hasn't really achieved much in his life he's in a, a loveless marriage that was actually not my first thought about al bundy and uh you know he has a, a minimum wage job at a woman's shoe store uh he doesn't seem to be very happy um but i think you, you flip that around a little bit right you sort of flip the script on that a little bit and you say to yourself al bundy has made the most of his circumstances right i mean Yes. He does have a, 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 a an attractive wife. He's got a, a beautiful daughter and Kelly, and of course a, a, a son and, and Bud that he's trying to raise the right way. But more than that, Al Bundy is a man who loves nudie magazines and beer <laughs> and bowling. You know, you have to tip your cap to a man who has a lifetime subscription to the magazine Biggins. Um, <laughs> I think that that is uh, that is something that that we should all strive to be is is an al bundy and let's never forget the time that he scored four touchdowns in a single game in the 1966 (laughs) city championship game as the running back for the polk high school panthers as they defeated the andrew johnson high school football team and that included the game winning touchdown in the final seconds against spare tire dixon al bundy (laughs) you my friend have achieved plenty in your life and you are the winner of the Lord Humphrey Lifetime Achievement Award Award here at the Slashies. Congratulations, sir. What are we doing on this show? I don't know. I, I love Al Bundy. I'm not even mad at any of it. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, honestly, Kat, here's the thing. I I, uh, I said, hey, we'll let the Patreons pick a Lifetime Achievement Award winner or nominate them, and I'll pick one, right? And I thought it would be things like, uh, you know, Maybe people who who weren't uh, gonna win slashies this year, like John Carpenter, wasn't nominated for anything, but man deserves an award, right? That'd be great. Stephen King, he was nominated for an award, but hey, he deserves a lifetime achievement award. Maybe they'll nominate him, and I'll try and figure out who it is. Instead, the nominees I got were Al Bundy, <laughs> Tony D'Angelo, <laughs> and Stevie. I got a small. <laughs> I forgot to tell Stevie he was nominated for such yeah. a prestigious award. Yeah. yeah, and you know what? He came in second. I'll tell you that right now, Stevie. Uh, <laughs> I, and I do kind of feel like maybe I shortchanged Stevie when I take a look at the Italian American of the Year award. Oh, which Lord. I, which I gave to Tony D'Angelo. But uh, don't worry, Stevie. There's always next year, buddy. Keep your head up and uh, keep wearing that Scarface t shirt, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> How do you not pick a guy, help him make fucking chicken parmesan? 
know. With red sauce, macaroni in front of him, with a lasagna in the in the oven, and a Scarface shirt on. How do you not pick him? I don't know. I mean, because it, right for the Lifetime Achievement Award, I mean, it's Al Bundy. Yeah, no, you're not going to beat Al Bundy. Right, I mean, right. you know, Biggins, come on. You know, <laughs> we didn't even mention his group, No Ma'am. Oh, God. <laughs> right? He started a political activist group as well. Yeah. Uh, so that's tough for, you know, not only Stevie, but anybody to be. Hell, I, he may have beaten John Carpenter and Stephen King had they been nominated. I don't know. You might have. Yeah. So there's that. But I just think that, um, uh, you know, uh, that was tough. The other thing, though, with the Italian American of the Year award, I think the thing with that was my, I think there was a weird thing at play there um with stevie and the guy in brooklyn that you sent me the picture of i think they sort of split that vote a little bit and tony d'angelo was able to run up and, and t- snag it okay right. you know what i mean uh, excuse me but the but the guinea with the scarface shirt screaming get the fuck out of here i mean you know so. yeah that's that's pretty goddamn good but i mean come on i mean that guy walking down the street dressed in an italian flag <laughs> <laughs> also pretty good yeah. yeah yeah and so i think that's what I think that's really what, what happened there. But don't worry, Stevie. He just still, you know, there's always next year, buddy. Stevie fucking juice. All right. Trust me, that Italian-American of the Year award's not going anywhere. <laughs> oh, lucky me. That's great to know. Racist bastard. <laughs> Can we get on with the movies now? I guess. Yeah. Are I you mean, done? I guess yeah, if you want to treat this like a movie podcast, we can. Right, yeah. Let's talk about Al Bundy and my uncle. Jeez. Yeah, congratulations to Al Bundy on, on the win. And uh, to Nesto, I believe, who nominated Al Bundy. Yeah, yeah, Nesto. Yeah. Good job on that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Al Bundy. <laughs> Way to take it serious, buddy. All right. <laughs> okay, we got to move on. That's funny. Um, first, uh, first award to give out uh, for the movie section is Best Horror Director of 2021. All right. Okay. Um, this is another one where this is there's a lot this can go anywhere at this point uh first up the tv show oh fuck me yeah (laughs) he was just trying to give chucky a few more awards it barely (laughs) won anything (laughs) yeah i know poor chucky first up is david gordon green for halloween kills mia da costa for candy man kevin lewis Willie's Wonderland. Edgar Wright, Last Night in Soho. Damn it. Kat, you're going to have to help. Leah, what, what, what's the, that last name? Janiac? Janiac. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, Leah Janiac for Fear Street. John Krasinski, A Quiet Place 2. David Bruckner, A Night House. Zack Snyder, Army of the Dead. Um, okay. Um, I'm just gonna say this. If Nia DaCosta doesn't win, I'm going to be mad at our listeners. I agree. That's <laughs> I'm gonna be I'm really mad. Right. Yeah, Nia DaCosta is the clear choice here. She should absolutely win this award. Like yeah. there are some really good options on here. I still have not gotten the chance to see last night in Soho. I can imagine Edgar Wright being close, but like Nia Nia DaCosta just absolutely a hundred percent should win there were so many great things that she did in Candyman. Yeah. man i have no idea how she would not win this award i mean I, I loved edgar wright's last night in soho i thought it was great and he did a great job but the choices that she made and some of the things that she did in Candyman, 
first of all, there were things that I don't remember ever seeing before, like the puppetry stuff that she like the shadow puppet stuff. Yeah, it was just incredible. And uh, she just did so many amazing things and made so many like every choice she made was right. I, I don't know how she does not win this award. Okay. I mean, other than the fact that it's our audience voting. <laughs> Let's see who gets the slashy. The winner. The best hard director of 2021. Me and the cost of candy, man. Yes. All right. You guys can keep listening. You guys have won, <laughs> <laughs> won the right to keep listening to the show. I'm not going to excommunicate anyone today. Good job. <laughs> yeah. And it was a pretty big margin. Um, runner up for this one, David Gordon Green. Halloween kills. That's what I was worried about. People just seeing Halloween and mm-hmm. Michael Myers and clicking. Yeah. yeah. I was know? a little bit worried. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, no, Nia DaCosta 100% deserves this award. I said nice. uh, at the time that I saw Candyman that she should just direct every movie. I would be okay with that. I would... Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Next up is, uh, I, I don't know why, I always like this category, Best Special Effects of 2021. This is... <laughs> <laughs> what are we laughing? Oh, fuck me. <laughs> I forgot about that. Alright. This better not go with <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just so happy. Because <laughs> you're going to have to read it as a nomination, like, even when it loses. <sighs> First up, Candyman. <laughs> Next, Godzilla versus King Kong. Halloween Kills. Army of the Dead. The Fear Street series. Willy's Wonderland. And Sharks of the Corn. You need to say the full title. It's uh, it's actually Stephen King's Sharks of the Corn. Sharks of the Corn. <laughs> I, you know, I'm going to just act like it's not even. Well, I voted for Sharks of the Corn. Who did I? Motherfucker. I knew Cat <laughs> would do it. Why would you do it too? That's two. Because I loved the, the effects in that movie. They were, the effects they, that were was, the best part. Yeah, it really was the part that really drove it home. Guys, hang on a second. You, you realize the word is the best <laughs> special effects. I have it highlighted here. It, it, it's the best. Special effects. <laughs> Sharks of the Corn was horrible. <laughs> Dude, they looked good. It was funny. I mean, a shark jumped out of the uh, corn and attacked a helicopter. And it looked great. Uh, you no, know, I'm going to just pretend it's not there. You guys aren't doing this. Thing. Now, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Uh, can we see the winner? One of these are too high. <laughs> the best special effects. The best. Special effects of 2021 is Godzilla vs. King Kong. Oh man, you two were the only ones to vote for Sharks of the Fucking Corn. I want you to know our listeners are the best. They really let us down here. Uh, yeah. I mean, really? Come on. I was guys. kind of hoping that. Uh... Yeah. I, th- I thought they would. I mean, they fucking gave the Lifetime Achievement Award to Al Bundy. I thought for sure they would vote for Sharks of the Corn. You gave the Lifetime Achievement Award now, buddy. Yeah, because my two other choices were Tony D'Angelo, who already got an award, and your uncle. I got a small That makes me so happy. I will say this. If Sharks of the Corn was not a nominee, I probably would have voted for Godzilla versus Kong. That movie did look really good. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I might have voted for Candyman. Good effects in Candyman as well. 
I think um, Godzilla versus Kong, though, is one of those movies that's so effects heavy. Uh, yeah. You know, and I mean, like I saw that in IMAX and it was just incredible. Um, Canadians? Yeah. Yeah. I went yeah. To, uh, to the Canadian company IMAX and I saw it and uh, it was great. That <laughs> is a tease, folks, for O Canada or No Canada. I gave him another outlet to do it. That's why <laughs> I have no one to blame but me. Um, yeah, you're you right. Know, but, but there was a lot of good work. Like, I, there were some good effects uh, in Halloween Kills. Yep. And and Fear Street. I don't remember the effect. I don't remember great effects in Willy's Wonderland, but I could be wrong about that. Um, nothing really grabbed me. And Army of the Dead, a lot of the CGI didn't look quite right to me. So my vote was for Halloween kills, because you know, they but you're right. That's the thing. Godzilla vs. King Kong, it's in your face almost the entire movie. Yeah. You know, all these other ones it comes and goes. I understand the irony of what I'm about to say, considering <laughs> that I voted for Sharks of the Corn. Uh, but I'm I'm more likely to go for practical effects, I think, than CGI when I think effects, which is one of the reasons. Like, I'm I'm kind of surprised King Kong, um, or Godzilla versus Kong. Sorry, I'm I'm kind of surprised it won just because I and I understand, you know, it yeah. was the most effects heavy, but I just my mind always goes to practical effects. And or sharks of the corn. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that does happen a lot. I mean, with any award show, you see that uh, a lot of times best effects ends up being most effects. The only yeah. time I ever like really wanted a movie like that to win. I remember I was so mad that Pacific Rim didn't win best yeah. effects. I was like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You see that a lot. Um, yeah. You know, um, so I'm not uh, I'm not surprised it won, and honestly, I, I think it's a, a, a worthy winner. Yeah, it it looked phenomenal. No, I, I'm with Cat. I'm more practical, but I mean, if you're gonna pull it off like that, we have no choice but to give it to you. But do we know it was CGI? Maybe they did find a real giant lizard and monkey. Fair. Yeah, we don't know. Sure. Never know what's floating around Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now okay. Next up, next award we giving out next slashy is for best movie kill of 2021. This is rough because there were so so many. <laughs> You're gonna be mad at me again. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm not thrilled about one of the ones on here either. Um, Halloween Kills, the light bulb. I don't think we need much explanation for that. That was crazy. It was featured in the trailer. Yeah. Uh, Spiral, which I have not seen yet, so I'm gonna need a little help here. The subway scene. Don't. Uh, <laughs> it, it was a cool. That this was the only scene in the movie that I liked, uh, and it's it's at the beginning, so I actually kind of thought, oh, this might be cool. Yeah. Uh, and then it wasn't cool. <laughs> I will say it was probably the coolest scene in the movie. Uh, the bar being very low for that, it didn't make a ton of sense. <laughs> no, but I mean, whatever. I, you know, you're talking about a movie that made no sense, really. So. Yeah, <laughs> he just went right for it, didn't he? I mean, he's right. <laughs> it's a police procedural with no goddamn mystery, <laughs> where the killer just <laughs> confesses to it. He's just like, "Hey, uh, do you need some help? Do you want a clue? I'll deliver one nicely yep. to the police station in a box with a bow." And this isn't an exaggeration. This is no, what happens. This is exactly movie. what happens. The entire movie, there is none of the police work that they do means a damn thing. This guy could have gone on killing people forever if he didn't send them clues. 
But I will, so it is weird to complain about the opening scene not making sense when the rest of the movie also doesn't make sense. But I will say, I was like, I hope it gets more clear, and it sure just didn't. I feel like a, a small part of Rob was whenever he talks shit about Spiral, like, he takes a step back, puts his hands on his hips, smiles, and looks at Cat. Cat and argue with me about Saul. <laughs> oh shit! Um, all right. So, uh, uh, next up, next nominee is the Fear Street. Uh, uh well, 1994 specifically, the Bread Slicer Kill, mm-hmm. Candyman, the Critic, Slacks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Slats. What's... laughs> mm-hmm. Your chick got strangled. That Peyton Jules, yeah, yeah, she was a YouTube sensation who was strangled. It was a great kill. Um, okay, it's also what I voted for. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are gonna fuck around. Uh, well, all right, let me say this: um, it was the most unique. I that was something I had never seen before. I will probably never see again. <laughs> you sound like Rob. She's right about that. But I voted for Fear Street 1994 and the Bread Slicer because I thought it was fucking awesome. Uh, and I did not expect it to happen. It's it's uh it happens at a moment where you sort of think that the person's going to get saved, and then they do not. Um, I liked the light bulb kill and Halloween kills a lot. Um, and the critic in Candyman, I think I liked the scene and the way it was done. I don't know that the kill itself was great. Um, but I loved the way it was shot and the way it was set up so much. It was it was done in an extremely unique way. But my vote went to Fear Street for the bread slicer. Fair enough. Fair enough. I went with Halloween Kills. That light bulb thing. It was brutal. Mm-hmm. I love. Mm-hmm. Um, the winner though for the best kill from the film in twenty twenty one is Fear Street: The Bread Slicer. Wow. Yeah. Okay. People paid attention to that one. Yeah, it was a, it was really cool. It was really well done. Um, it was my vote, so I'm not I'm not surprised it won. Uh, Fear Street was a big thing this year, and um, you know a lot of people saw it. And I think, um, especially with 1994, I think people were a little surprised. At least I know I was when I watched it. I was a little surprised at um, exactly how um, gory it was. Like, I wasn't really expecting that. Um, you know, I know that they really touted it as the rated R, R.L. Stein movies or whatever, but I still wasn't expecting it quite to be at the level that it was. And, and Fear Street uh, 94 was the first one, and it really set the, the tone for the rest of the, the movies, I think. And the bread slicer to me was, was the sort of the, I don't know, the best kill in the movie and uh, the least expected and the most gory. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm not surprised that it won. Light bulb kill and Halloween kills was cool, though. Yeah, a little dis- I mean, I, they're all great picks. I mean, I didn't see the one from Spiral, but, you know, yeah. other than Sykes as well. Uh, I'm a little surprised picks. that that didn't get more love. It got cat. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> one vote. Yeah. Um, that's a good movie, though. Spiral, or um, Spiral, no slacks. <laughs> no. No. No, apparently neither one of them are any good. Yeah, Slacks was awesome. We know that. <laughs> Slacks won a slashy for Hermara India. I was just gonna say, yeah. yeah. Those don't count. Those are official slashy awards. Hey, Billy. <laughs> Next up is Best Actress of 2021. 
And uh, uh, we're going to start off with Jamie Lee Curtis, Halloween Kills. Megan Fox, Till Death. Amanda Seyfried? Seyfried, I think. Seyfried. Okay, yeah, Seyfried. Uh, things Heard and Seen. Barbara Crampton, Jacob's Wife. Anya Taylor-Joy, Last Night in Soho. Rebecca Hall, Godzilla vs. King Kong. What was the other one you said she was into? Yeah, The Night House is what I wanted her to be nominated for, but Kat deleted that information and Mikey oh my for Godzilla vs. Kong. So. <laughs> Look how he just tells things. How like, it happened? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh-huh. He's very matter-of-fact. My goodness. Kat's got her secret hidden box in the spreadsheet that nobody can find. And she's like, like, it's there. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> she was in Godzilla vs. King Kong as uh, well. Yeah, she was, but nobody gives a shit about that when the night house is where she was fantastic. Uh, but but yeah, well, let's go. Let's continue. It's what's done is done, you know. I'm Zen, I lift people up, all that. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Thomas and McKenzie, last night in Soho, and Emily Blunt, a quiet place too. Okay. Well, I would have voted for Rebecca Hall. <laughs> But uh, had she been nominated for the night house, <laughs> uh, however, she was not, so I voted for Anya Taylor Joy in Last Night in Soho because uh, she was fantastic. Um, Thomas and McKenzie was very good in that movie, too. Uh, but I voted for her. I, I could I could see Amanda Seafried winning for Things Heard and Seen, she was very good in that. She was the best part of that movie, yeah. Um, she, she gave an excellent performance. Uh, I did not see Till Death. So I don't know about that. We should maybe cover Till Death, because it was a lot more fun than I was expecting it to be. And I do think Megan Fox did a really good job. Um, Emily Blunt, I thought, was just fine. (laughs) And Jamie Lee Curtis did virtually nothing in Halloween Kills, so I I would not have voted for her. Uh, I also voted for Anya Taylor-Joy. I I had a really tough time with this one, because Megan Fox, I think, did an excellent job in Till Death, especially given... because there's a long part of the movie where she kind of has to carry the entire thing by herself. And I always appreciate performances like that. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't feel like they did quite enough character stuff. I really wanted to vote for Jamie Lee Curtis because when she was there, she was doing such an exceptional job. But she wasn't in Halloween Kills a ton. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't seen Last Night in Soho and it just it absolutely has been killing me, especially during the slashies. But I know Anya Taylor-Joy is such a talented actress and it it looks even from the trailer it looks like she just did an incredible job in that movie so i took a leap of faith i voted for her yeah she's incredible in it um so is thomas and mckenzie like i said um and i i you guys i don't know think i've seen the night house but rebecca hall is tremendous in that movie uh barbara crampton was was fine in jacob's wife i i didn't think she was um bad think, in any way i just don't think she was spectacular i don't think that movie was very good to be honest i think it. it yeah i think the movie kind of brought her down because i had high hopes for it and mm-hmm. it didn't meet my expectations she was my favorite part of the movie yeah i do think no, she had my favorite part, part of the movie was cm punk but <laughs> of course it was all right Let's see what the slashy is going to jamie lee curtis halloween kills I mean, I understand because every when she was there, you know. Mm-hmm. Also, we, as horror fans, we all love Jamie Lee Curtis, right? It's hard not yeah. to vote for yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis, yeah, especially when she's playing Laurie Strode. Yeah. Um. So I get why people would vote for her. 
um, I would have, uh, and I did indeed vote for Anna Taylor Joy. Uh, but you know, I'm not, I'm not surprised that she won. Um, I'm not even mad. Jamie Lee Curtis. She, she probably deserves all the slashies for acting because she's so incredible. Um, just maybe not this one, you know, (laughs) (laughs) this is the one time, maybe not, but, um, you know, she didn't give a bad performance. She just wasn't, it wasn't her movie. It wasn't Laurie Strode's story. We talked about that before. It was, you know, more about Haddonfield. Um, I, I would, struggle to even name a lead actor in that movie to be honest with you maybe uh the granddaughter but even even that her role is i think less than in halloween 2018 so yeah yeah it was a it was a tough one um anya taylor joy uh the runner-up that jamie lee curtis it that let it burn scene she fucking nailed it but you know like you said it just wasn't enough of it she spent a lot of time in the hospital talking to uh hawkins yeah, in their hospital room, and I thought those scenes were great. I mean, yeah. I, I really um, liked what they did there, but you know, it just wasn't uh, wasn't really integral to the whole "let's uh, evil dies tonight." You know? Yeah. Uh, let's move on to the best actor of 2021. I have two favorites here, and we'll we'll get into it. Yaya Abdul Mateen, Candyman, Eric Thompson. Coming Home in the Dark, Nicolas Cage, Willy's Wonderland, and Pig. Tom now Nowick? That's a hell of a name. Uh, Paranormal Activity, next to Pin, Rob's favorite movie. Yeah, good one. Oh. <laughs> Vincent, Vincent Linden, Titan. James Jude Courtney, Halloween Kills. Dave Bautista, Army of the Dead, and John... Brzezinski, Twilight Police 2. Um, Candyman, obviously. That's what my vote went with. But, dude, not for nothing, James Jude Courtney. I mean, he it, it's it's a way different role, and it's hard to name it the best, but I think he should get a little love for how he played Michael Myers. Well, he makes a great Michael. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, he 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 really does. Um, uh, in this category, I voted for obviously for Yaya for Candyman, right? Um, but I think uh, um, uh, Vincent Linden and Titan does an excellent job. Um, uh, I don't expect him to win. I don't think that movie was seen enough, but his performance was fantastic. Um, and the guy from uh, Paranormal Activity next to Ken was actually good. He was really the the good thing in the movie. I voted for Nick Cage, and the thing about it is I, the Candyman performance was exceptional. It, it was just so good, but I think and it's, it's great because uh, Pig was like a very serious piece, but Nick Cage won for me for Willy's Wonderland because his performance as the janitor and his decision, like knowing that it was his decision not to speak at all in the movie... Uh, it subverted my expectations for what it was going to be going in. And it was what made me enjoy the movie. Like I think about him in that a lot. Uh, and for that, I did end up voting for Nick Cage, but yeah. I, I think that's sort of an, it was an interesting uh, choice and a great performance. Um, it's always interesting when that's the case. Um, I think of the greatest horror movie ever made the shape of water oh, and Sally Hawkins um, not being able, her character being a mute and not being able to speak. And the performance that she gave in that film, and I was—I still get mad that she didn't win an Oscar that year. 
um, because, you know, you're talking about a woman who literally cannot speak and you uh, there's not a frame of that movie where you don't know exactly what she's feeling. Yeah, um, it's ridiculously good. And Nicolas Cage, obviously, Willie's Wonderland is not the, the, the same type of movie as The Shape of Water. Um, but for the movie that it is, he, he delivers an excellent performance but, and doesn't say a word the entire yeah. time. Um, yeah, he, he did a great job. Uh, I, I talked about uh, Willie's Wonderland because it was what kind of made the decision for me. He was also really good in Pig. I'm still not sure Pig is a horror movie, but he gave a great performance in it. Yeah, I did. I did not see Pig. Um, I don't so know what I, the fuck that movie is. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't know about that. Um, I will also say Eric Thompson is very good in Coming Home in the Dark. Um, I don't remember if I mentioned him or not, but he he does a, a he gives a very good performance in that. I, just, I enough people didn't see that movie though. And also, I feel obligated to mention uh, John Krasinski is great in everything that he's in, but it, just the role that he had in A Quiet Place too was very lackluster in comparison to what he did in A Quiet Place. Yeah. Uh, I don't have high hopes for John Krasinski. Yeah, this round. <laughs> yeah, I, he was good. At, he was good in the limited role that he had in that movie. Yeah. Um, and you know, Dave Batista for Army of the Dead. I mean, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> like, I, I don't. I have no problem with Batista as an actor. I, I he's done some. Uh, I think he's done some funny stuff. You know, when he's in comedies, it really works. Like that thing he did with Kamal on Johnny was real. I thought it was a really funny movie. But you know, Army of the Dead is um, that whole movie is just whatever. He's not winning any slashies, is what you're saying. <laughs> well, I don't know. We'll see. Well, well yeah, that's true. What the listeners voted for. All right, let's find out. The winner, best actor for 2021 is Yaya, Candyman. Okay, you know, I'm not mad about it. <laughs> Nicholas Cage <laughs> runner up, though. Yeah, I mean Yaya. That movie is so he. The movie's so good, and he is just amazing in it. He does a, a great job in the film. Um. You know, again, he's who I voted for. I, I'm not going to complain about him winning at all. No. Yeah. And your boy, uh, Vincent Linden and Titan was on the board as well. Yeah. Rob. Yeah. He got a, he got a vote. I'm, I'm proud of whoever that was because it really is a, a great <laughs> performance. You sure you didn't vote twice? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> now, had I voted, had I voted enough times, Sharks of the Corn would have won. <laughs> yeah. This is how you know. Uh, this episode has confirmed that Rob and I each only voted one time because otherwise, yeah. Sharks of the Corn would have won best. We took this very seriously. We were very honest. Like yeah. I said, I even when it came to awards <laughs> regarding the show, I had a secret panel of judges vote. Mm, yeah. Robger and Robger. <laughs> um, Next up is best indie horror movie of 2021. Uh, PG oh, Psycho yeah. Gorman. As uh, IR Chris pick for one of our Patreon episodes. Uh, might have been the first one. I don't remember. Yeah, it might have been. Yeah. Next up is Pig. Uh, Till Death. Coming Home in the Dark. Sharks of the Corn. <laughs> Stephen <laughs> Kang's Sharks of the Corn. Sharks of the Corn. Spree and Censor. Okay, I don't. Really, I'm. I probably voted. I may have voted for Sharks of the Corn. Oh, bitch! It was either that or Coming Home in the Dark. I didn't like PG Psycho Gorman as much as everyone else seems to. I did like Coming Home in the Dark a lot. I did like Sharks of the Corn a lot, and I didn't see any of the others. I heard great things about Censor, but I didn't see it. Genuinely, don't remember what I voted for. I'm. There are going to be two votes for yeah, Sharks okay. of the Corn, and we're going to know exactly what I voted for. Uh, <laughs> but I don't remember. I, I 
remember having kind of a tough time because it's like I think Pig is an excellent movie. I again not sure that it's a horror film. Till Death really surprised me because I kind of expected to hate it, and it you know that's not how I felt. PG Psycho Gorman I had a lot of fun with. Uh, I I had a lot of different uh, fighting opinions for this category, so I'm kind of interested to see what I voted for. Also, (laughs) I don't remember where it went. I'm not interested because I have a feeling what you did. <laughs> uh, the winner. What did you vote for? Wait, Mikey. I voted for PG Psycho Gorman. Okay. Uh, you know, I haven't seen all the movies on here, but, um, I, you know, I, I wasn't a huge fan of PG Psycho Gorman, but, you know, it was very well done. The facts were crazy. They did a lot with a little bit. and It was seen, which, you know, word of mouth and all that. Mm-hmm. I, heard, yeah. I heard the most about Psycho Gorman on this list. Really, I heard the most about Stephen King's Sharks of the Corn. <laughs> well, yeah, that might be true because of fucking Twitter. But yeah. <laughs> the winner of the slashy is BG Psycho Gorman. Yeah. Uh, not, I'm not really surprised by that. I think that was probably uh, the most seen movie. <laughs> Why does Sharks of the Corn have three votes? It has three <laughs> votes. Well, I'm a, I, well, you know, two are me and Kat. Yeah, I'm aware. That third one, I'm going to need you to come forward. Where were you for special effects? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Why did you not you help us out? Effects? Yeah, come on. No, come on. Whoever did this, come clean. Let us know. Email, voicemail, Twitter. We have many outlets. Come clean. If you tell us who you are, I'll nominate you next year for Lifetime Achievement Award. <laughs> Son of a bitch. See, this is what... See? See? You never know. This is yep. getting... One vote is too close for me. One extra vote. I don't like it. Yeah, uh, but I'm a little disappointed that they did not, uh, the listeners didn't come through Wait, again. For that means it tied for a second, you guys. It did. Yes, it did. <laughs> you guys are going to fuck around one year. I'm telling you right <laughs> now. I'm telling you. You're going to fuck around. It's not gonna, you took old off, but Sharks of the Corn got to stay, huh? Okay. Um, yeah, but I mean, to be fair, Sharks of the Corn is a better movie than old. <laughs> It is. That's scary. You're just saying that because the titty out girl. That's not. That's not her name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but PG Psycho Gorman, very deserving. Not mad about it. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Could have been worse. Surprised. I'm not surprised it won. Uh, I'll, I'll say that. But, but I don't mind that it did. Um, I liked it. All right, we got two more to go. Okay. And uh, one of them is best horror movie of 2021. This is the big one. Yep. Um, we got a lot of <laughs> a lot of nominees here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my <laughs> all right. oh my This God. list is as long as it is, not because of me. I'm gonna let you know that now. Yeah, I mean, we, we might need to, to trim some of these lists down next uh next year. Don't worry, some of them are getting no votes. Uh first up, Halloween Kills. Following mm-hmm. that is Candyman, Willie's Wonderland, Last Night in Soho, The Night House, Lamb. Oh, here we remember the Night House. Yeah. <laughs> the Fear Street series. A Quiet Place 2, Army of the Dead, 
paranormal activity <laughs> next to Ken and and, bingo and what's hell. the last one? Yeah, there we go. Bingo yeah. hell. Bingo hell. Did you guys yeah. vote for that? I did not vote no. for bingo oh, hell. Oh yeah, you want to fuck I took this one. Yeah, no, I took this one very seriously. I voted for Candyman. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Last Night in Soho might very well end up being my favorite movie from 2021, but I have not seen it yet. Uh, and I feel like Candyman is like one of the best horror movies I've seen for a long time. So I just, I, you know, didn't take that chance. I voted for something I'd seen and know I feel very passionately about. Yeah. I um I voted for Last Night in Soho. It is uh to me the best movie of 2021 overall. Uh not just horror movie <coughs> horror movie. Um absolutely loved it. Um so that that's what I voted for. I also liked Lamb quite a bit. Not 100% certain that it's a horror movie. Um but it's something uh something to see. Uh and more people should check that out. And um obviously loved Candyman. Really liked The Night House. And Bingo Hell was amazing. Bingo Hell has to be terrible. You yeah. haven't seen it, you don't know, Mikey. Yeah, and it's you can't just that. know these things. You have to you have to sit down and watch the movie with a critical eye and analyze it. You like rubber. <laughs> it's amazing. Just wondered, I just like throw that out there every now and then to remind people what I deal with. <laughs> um I, I I'm pretty sure I voted for Candyman. If not, it was Halloween Kills, but I'm I'm pretty sure I voted for Candyman. I don't really remember. Um, Can I oh. confess something Uh-oh. real fast? I'm <laughs> I voted for Bingo Hell. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be a little bit disappointed if Halloween Kills wins. And it's not that it wasn't a good movie. It's not that it wasn't fun. Uh, I actually defended Halloween Kills pretty passionately during the franchise rankings, but it critically was not as good as Candyman. <laughs> It just wasn't. The thing about Halloween Kills is Halloween Kills is a fun movie. It has way too many problems for me to consider it the best movie the best of any movie. year. And but I'm yeah. really afraid that it is going to win because it is Halloween Kills. Sure. You know, yeah. like it's a yeah. huge title. Uh, that's yeah. my biggest fear right now. And it's a mainstream title where it's like people don't give a shit about, you know, actual it being a horror movie and a good movie. They just, you know, Michael Myers don't want to see it. And it got, like, promoted the entire time that we were waiting for it. Like, Candyman yeah. fell off the map in between. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they did take a break with the promotion of Candyman when it was delayed, but... Yeah, well. so I'm I'm a little bit worried, but... Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Halloween was like, ten months Every to go, he, here's a picture of Michael Myers. <laughs> yeah, hold the knife. Stay excited. Something you've never seen before. Um... All right, we ready for the winner of this? So this is big. Yeah, this, this is, is a big yeah, one. This is a big one. The winner is a oh, wow. dead guy. <laughs> wow, Son of a bitch! How wow. the fuck would this happen ever? Wow. Okay. Um, we don't have a contingency plan for a tie, do we? <laughs> no, we do don't. we vote? Do we announce a tie? Like what? <laughs> Do we flip a coin? Like, We've already this... voted. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right. Fuck. So, so do we have a? Do we have to have a runoff? Maybe, maybe we'll reconvene next week. We, yeah, we may have to announce the winner of this one next week. We may have to throw up a poll. I don't know if you want to do it on the website or on Twitter or whatever, and uh, just have those two movies. You have to choose between those two. Yeah. Do we want to actually announce the two? 
because not everyone can see the screen. Oh, we didn't do oh, that. Well, this yeah. is this is a, so yeah, shocked. Yeah, yeah. This is an audio medium, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it is. In fact, we're just sitting here staring and drooling. Going, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's Halloween kills and candy, man. Yeah, we've got a dead tie. Willie's I do want to talk about yeah. Willie's Wonderland is only short. It, this is short of being a three-way tie by one vote. Yeah, it sure is. Wow. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not sure what the procedure should be here. I, um, I'm gonna be honest. Uh, I, I think it'll be more entertaining and more immersive if we let this be a runoff and let people vote. Okay. Uh, that being said, I also would not be mad if we just called it for Candyman right now. Uh, <laughs> I said that I, I strongly felt that Candyman was critically better. Rob agreed. We're we're two out uh, versus one on this. Unless we can sway Mikey, because he doesn't remember if he voted for Candyman or Halloween Kills. Yeah, so. I don't remember. I'm, I'm pretty sure I voted for Candyman. I am. Yeah, that's interesting. Like, and I voted for Last <laughs> Night in Soho. So, oh shit. Oh in yeah. A, in a runoff, I would vote for Candyman, but um, I, I have no problem doing a runoff. It's just going to delay the suspense for another week on the slashies, and the Robbies be- coming down to the wire. It's not the Robbies. And we have a big episode next week with, you know, uh, the writers for Scream 5. And How funny would it be if we got the writers of Scream 5 and we're like, listen, we're doing a runoff <laughs> this week. Do you want to talk about Candyman versus Halloween Kills? That wouldn't be bad. Although it, this hmm. is a promotion episode. I, I don't know how much Paramount's going to enjoy that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I mean, to that. announce the winner won't take that long. No. So, no. you know, you, we record a thing before or after the interview and then we're good yeah yeah so that's fair we'll do maybe we'll do it on twitter and just say fuck it because we'll get a more accurate yeah yeah i'm yeah i'm cool doing a runoff i think yeah. it, it adds to the excitement it'll be fun you know what you know what we're recording this on a saturday night the episode has got it people won't know what it's for Man. oh that's true that out Mm-hmm. And you fuckers won't even know what you just voted yeah. on. You just decided <laughs> next week you'll know what the answer is. So yeah, we we tricky you dipshits. <laughs> wow. Oh wait, no, it, it won't come out to the next week, so they'll now know. Maybe I'll delete the tweet. It'll be sneaky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna delete the tweet on you, you fucks. You're not gonna know. Um. All right. So that that's. Oh no, we have one more. Yeah, we've got one more to give out. The most anticipated movie for 2022. And uh, this is going to be uh, down to the wire as well, because th- there's a lot coming out. Mm-hmm. It's also going to be out. wild, because I think a lot of people probably voted for the only one of these that's already out at this point oh. in time. I think that should be removed from the results. No, no. Disqualified. Unfortunately, Scream's got to be disqualified. Just because it lived up to the hype, possibly my favorite franchise we don't know um doesn't mean it gets neglected so here are the nominees for the slashy uh most anticipated movie 2022 is first one is scream i'm sorry i don't know five cream scream i'm not sure what that is i don't know well google it scream uh (laughs) texas chainsaw massacre halloween ends this shouldn't even be on here we don't know when we're getting it yes we do there's a date Mm-hmm. Or else, Jason Blum. No, no, no. There's a, there, there actually is a date. I saw oh, it. Right. Yeah, hold on. Keep going and I'll pull it All up right. here. Uh, Terrifier 2. 
I'm personally very excited for the clowns of man. Uh, Jeepers Creepers Reborn. Orphan. First kill. Jurassic World Dominion. And nope. If Jurassic World Dominion wins, I, I, would I might have to excommunicate the listeners. I said it wasn't happening this week, but... Uh... What's wrong with Jurassic World? If if that's the most anticipated movie, the most anticipated yeah. horror movie of 2022, I'm gonna be mad. Like <laughs> I'm more excited for Jurassic World Dominion than I am for Art Shoots Again. <laughs> I, stop stop doing that with Art the Fucking Clown. <laughs> Enough. I told you the last time that we're not gonna be doing this with Art the Clown, and here we are. We're gonna Halloween. do. He's just giving one. you opportunities to live up to your resolution, Mikey. And I'm gonna do it every time. Damn it! I love Art the Clown. Terrifier was good. Halloween ends will be out October 14th, 2022. All right. Mm. So that's <laughs> there's a set release date there. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Five Cream we've already seen lived up to the hype was very good. Not Five Cream. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Terrifier 2 has a gun. Um, <laughs> Jeepers Creepers Reborn is the fourth Jeepers Creepers movie following that terrible third one. Orphan First Kill, I may have been more interested in 10 years ago. Um, but the yeah. follow-up prequel to that movie seems like it should have been made a long time ago if they were going to make it. Uh, Jurassic World follows up Jurassic World eBay, which I didn't like. And uh, Nope is going to be awesome. Having said all of that, I of course voted for Halloween Ends. Favorite Frank? Oh no, I'm not doing that to you again anymore. I'm sorry. I take that back. Um, and we don't know. That's the thing. Right. Jury's still out. You're right. Know. I feel we bad for know. that. I apologize. I think uh, I voted for Nope. I might have voted for Halloween Ends. I I don't know. I've I'm excited about both, and I was excited about Scream. Uh, I'm actually more excited about Scream now than I've seen it than I was going in. Cause I was just, I was so scared about it, yeah. you know? Yeah, no, I, I understand that. Um, and, and five cream lived up to the hype. It was really good. Uh, but yeah, it's not what I voted. It, it didn't matter. Honestly, no matter what was on this list, I was probably going to vote for Halloween. In. Yeah. I mean, been waiting forever for this movie. I should have had it already. <laughs> You're both a bunch of haters. The correct answer was scream. That's what I voted for. And, um, scream is better than Halloween ends is going to be and Halloween's kills was. We don't know that it's better than Nope, though. <laughs> we don't know that. No, we don't know that. I, we don't. And one thing, I think I did end up voting for Nope because I'm just so excited. I don't know what it is. No, but I want to know. That's how, that's how great Jordan Peele is. <laughs> he has become, like, in the course of two movies, this master of horror that is so <laughs> respected and so great that he just puts out a poster with one word on it, Nope, and everybody's like, holy <laughs> shit, I can't wait to see it. We have no idea what it's about. Also, that's how I like to go into movies. I feel like I know too much about all the other movies on this list. All right, let's Maybe not see. Terrifier 2. I don't know much about that one. There's going to be a gun. Sure. <laughs> Rob. going to be number one with a bullet. Shooting straight to the top. When we do the other one, it, it's so good I forgot the name of it right now. All Hallows Eve, and you <laughs> love it. I'm, I don't want to hear shit anymore. I might love it. I, I might. We'll love it. I might. All right, gonna make Terrifier good. Moving on. Oh boy! Yeah. (laughs) Um, No tie here. The winner of the most anticipated movie of 2022 is Scream. Wow! Wow! Twelve votes, huh? Yeah. 
I'm not surprised that uh, that Scream won. Um, people were really looking forward to it. Um, you know, following Scream Three and Scream Four, I don't see how you could possibly be super excited about a five. Um, oh. But people were, and uh, you know, rightfully so. He I'm a little to it, sad. But, nope, yeah. isn't higher. Yeah. They didn't know going into it that it was going to be good. It makes me um, so happy. Yeah, I will say if if Halloween Ends wasn't on this list, nope would have been my vote. Uh, I am really excited for that. I loved Get Out and Us. I think they're both amazing films. And I, I can't wait to see Nope. Um, but, you know, it's Halloween ends. Coming out again. Michael, yeah. coming back. Apparently not as cool as Ghostface or Art the Clown coming back because <laughs> Halloween ends and Terrifier 2 were tied for Yeah, those people, those people. That's the part were, that kills me. <laughs> they were drunk. Mm-hmm. And who the hell voted for Orphan First Kill? Two people. Jesus Christ. There's one person whose favorite horror movie is Orphan that's really <laughs> offended right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, my heart breaks for him. I, mean, I also I got really scared for a second because uh, on the screen, uh, Mikey sharing his screen with us for those of you listening at home, uh, and he currently has Texas Chainsaw Massacre highlighted. <laughs> so I thought that maybe it had beat out Nope just because of how wide the highlight bar was, and I was about to be pissed. Yeah, no um, votes for Texas Chainsaw. Which is correct. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm looking no forward be... to it. It's going to be a fun time, but it is not my most anticipated movie of the year. Right, And it that should be, be for bleak. no one. <laughs> no one should be excited, super excited. It should be more excited for that than anything else. Like, you should be looking forward to it, to having fun watching a movie at home on your couch, whether or not it sucks. But mm-hmm. yeah, don't don't let that be your most anticipated movie. Yeah. And this also confirms that this may no longer listens to the show. <laughs> I think we <laughs> she knew that. Have been one lonely ass vote sitting there. He did. Yeah, I think we knew that. Uh, yeah. All right. That's the slashies, man. All right. There we go. All right. The Robbies for 2021. That's a wrap. The slashies. <laughs> well, no we'll talk about it. We'll figure out which. You know what? I'll probably do. Um, it, I'll um I'll have the secret panel of judges get together and and talk about the name, which one you know they you're think works to, best. You're changing the name when it's over. I'm not. It's it's not that I'm changing the name. We've been workshopping both names. No, you have been. you know been trying them both out. So when he says we, he means the secret panel of judges. Yeah, yeah. So the secret panel of judges will um and give us their input and let us know. No, he's got a mouse in his pocket talking about we. I don't know who the hell we is. Not a... It's a secret panel of judges. I can't tell you who the panel is. It wouldn't be secret if I did. Probably just a bunch of Olympus. <sighs> um, yeah, that... I'll tell you what I told you when it came to O Canada or No Canada. Just trust me. Yeah. I'll tell you what my voice said. That sounds <laughs> like a horrible idea. <laughs> um, all right, so that's the slashies. That was fun. That was awesome. Uh, our next event will be in about a month. Are you guys ready for another no. bracket? Nope. Oh, that's nope. coming up, isn't it? Wow. Holy yeah. shit, Kat. A I'm, whole nother spreadsheet. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm putting Pinhead on the protagonist bracket just <laughs> as retaliation for Ash. He's, I, not a, <laughs> he's not a protagonist. Not, Ash isn't a slasher. Neither is Beetlejuice. I, I mean... Ash's nickname is Ashy Slashy. Uh, Beetlejuice? 
Dude, that was on me. I like Beetlejuice. What do you want from me? I don't know. <laughs> Lori? I mean, I'd, be, I'd be fine if Beetlejuice was in the protagonist bracket. <laughs> but he shouldn't have been in the slasher bracket. <laughs> yeah. and, I'm putting you know, slashers we're, in there. We're already going to have Jeremy Melton in there. <laughs> <laughs> I like yeah. that so much. Well, yeah, fill it up with villains. That's, that's what I've got to make my boyfriend watch next is Valentine. <laughs> He's going to be like, what the fuck is this? And at the end, look him dead in the eye and say, do you think you can kick his ass? <laughs> oh, um, I know he could. <laughs> yeah, but does he think he could? That's the question. <laughs> oh. uh, poor Jeremy Melton. That's a shame. So, yeah, we got Murder Madness 2 coming up. Oh, wow. A month away. Holy crap. Ooh, yeah. Um, next week, though, we do have uh, the two writers of Scream 5 that was talked about a lot today. Um, uh, James Vanderbilt, Guy Busick. So we're going to have them on. That is going to be an awesome conversation. Cannot wait to talk to them. Uh, and now that, you know, I kind of like because, you know, we had Don Mancini on. And usually we have people before the fact of what they're working on as in promotion. It's kind of nice to talk to people who can answer your question. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. yeah 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 i'm looking forward to to talking to them it'll be fun yeah so we'll um uh i'm sure you know another horror podcast will have them on in another six months and it'll be everywhere but you know hear it here first <laughs> uh so that's next week that'll be great uh we're probably gonna have a patreon pick after that and uh like we said the murder madness so yeah, it's coming, coming up, up soon. Next week. Do you guys do you guys want me to set up the spreadsheet or yes? <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord. No, uh, I don't. <laughs> um, I do kind of want to know if Rob sets up the spreadsheet from start to finish with no help what it would look like when it was all done. Well, I can tell you from start, I'm just gonna send you an empty blank spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then and that, that much I can up. tell you. <laughs> We will fill it up until it is done. That's how. Uh, Jeremy Melton will be in it. That's all I know. All I care <laughs> what about. if he won? <laughs> He'll never win. No. He can, no. He's got to be bit. in every one. Yeah, that's the new bit. <laughs> yeah. I love that idea. Just, it could be anything. And just Jeremy Melton. Just A like, lifetime achievement award <laughs> next year ooh. at the Slashies. <laughs> Only we would give an, a, a lifetime achievement award to somebody who just gets their ass kicked by everybody. All right, guys, check us out on Twitter at Slasher Radio, the website slasherradio.com, articles, interviews, uh, everything. All the You episodes. know, what we don't plug enough at slasherradio.com is the shop. Yes. Where you can get a t shirt with my face on it. You can, you can look, you can style and profile just like William. William the man. He goes right to that is the annoying part of it. You know, like there's we have what? so much other cool shit well, on Well you could get I mean there's also a coffee mug you can get with my face on it. That's nice. We He's need to start lying. selling vote for Jeremy Melton merch on the slash <laughs> It'd be like the, the vote for Pedro shirts or whatchamacallit. <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> vote for Jeremy. Oh, that's funny. Um yeah, go go to the shop. We got a lot of cool shit there. Uh, you uh, custom designs as well. Um, uh, definitely go go check it out. It's free to look. You know, yeah. you probably you might find something you like. Yeah, like a shirt with my face on it, <laughs> or like know. not that also. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
yeah, go to uh, you can get that at uh, you can at slashradio.com is shop tab there. We'll bring you right to it. Uh patreon.com forward slash slash radio support the show. Tears starting as low as three dollars a month. Uh it's because I, more people don't sign up that we end up giving a lifetime achievement award to Al Bundy. That's true. <laughs> you know, if you don't like it, you cheap son of bitch, then go sign up and you can nominate somebody next time. Yeah, do something about it. Yeah, yeah. Be the change you want to see in the world. <laughs> as much as I'm I'm not mad at Al Bundy winning at all whatsoever, Rob's right. You know, he's right. Um I'm at Mikey's dead. You can check I mean, he did score four touchdowns in the city championship game. You can't hate on that. No, man. I mean, the yeah. guy's best shoe salesman ever. Mm-hmm. I'm um, Rob, where are they finding you? I'm on Twitter at Radio Rob123. You can also listen to my other show, This Horror Life, wherever you are listening to Slasher Radio. Right. You can also check me out at spacehave.com forward slash Radio Rob123. <laughs> I forgot about that. That is not funny. There. I can't um, believe they haven't canceled your account yet. Nope. Well, I think they're gonna make they made it like verified or something. <laughs> uh cat, where do they find you? You can find me on Twitter at cat underscore velour V-O-L-E-U-R. You can also check out the channel that I write for on YouTube, Blood Binge. We're back. Uh we've got videos in production. We're talking about Archive 81 this week, so Ooh. uh look for that. Wait, what the hell's Archive 81? Uh it's the horror show that just dropped on Netflix. Oh, I haven't seen it. You might like it. It's it's good. It's weird. Mm. So no more talking shit about Crazy Row. Uh, not this week. Let me ask you, is that why the channel was down for a while? Did they yeah. Have to go, did they have to go on a break and have a meeting with we you? Had to, <laughs> I had to go to a resort. <laughs> yeah, a little, little team building, a little little come to Jesus meeting for, for Cat. <laughs> we had to wait for the legal proceedings. Of, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm glad they finally are getting their shit together over there. <laughs> She had to go to crazy Ralph sensitivity training. <laughs> it was just uh, people jumping out of me from pantries. <laughs> so, just so harrowing great. experience. He just stood in the pantry. He was just standing there. It's so the great. Kills me because it's like I agree with everything you said. He is just kind of trying to warn them, but also like the way that he goes about it, where he's just sneaking into people's pantry. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> We'll be back next week with the screenwriters, guys. Uh, Screen 5. Good night from Slash Radio. Get <laughs> going the whole thing about Crazy Ralph. What the fuck? <laughs> All the best with Slasher Radio Podcast.